Good morning, my friend. Good evening, pal. How are you? <laughs> I'm quite all right. We've got no technical difficulties this week. It's a good start. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're able to connect on the first time. We don't have to do that awful Instagram live thing again with you being <laughs> over. We, you know, so things are already looking up. I'm not a fan of live. Yeah, yeah. You at least a half dozen times so <laughs> but you know what that has nothing to do with you I mean I think you're brilliant I think you handle mine really well it's it's more that I just I find it I don't know it I do I don't know well I I I think I know and we've got a, we got a couple messages last week from people that thought you were spot on that um, IG live is just very attention-seeking and self-serving and um yeah so i and or what let me say most of the people that hop on live are attention-seeking and self-serving i think i would say that a lot of the time that that's the case and self-important um when it's for a business it's different i think you know i but i think when it's an individual with an individual account Hopping on live when you're sober, it just seems self-important. <laughs> it really does. Unless you're specifically, you, you know, like if you were seeing the Northern Lights and you wanted to put them on live, I, I would completely do that. That's a once-in-a-lifetime experience that you want to share with people. Go for it. But if you just are sitting there saying, ask me a question. <laughs> I think you just need, you love that saying. And I think you just need a t-shirt that says, ask me a question. Ask me a question. Yeah. You're all about that. <laughs> you absolutely love that. And, you know, I, I just, I, I think, but I think this gets to the whole social media thing uh, as a whole is you just, you, you can't take yourself too seriously. Now I, no. I will tell you very rarely do I, um, do I watch the lives that, that other people do. Um, just you know, for that reason, like, and I guess it's, it's, it's actually a really high compliment if somebody jumps in and watches you on live because they literally have to stop everything else they could be doing to watch it. And I'm just like, if I'm on my phone, I'm typically doing stuff, multiple things in cases. And it's just like, yeah, I don't have that kind of time. So I wasn't always against the live. Right. I wasn't always. Um, I was at a birthday party last year with a bunch of Instagram people. There was a girl who was at this birthday party for a grand total of about 13 minutes. And she went on Instagram live and she made out that she was drinking and she was dancing and having the time of her life. And because it was on live, like everyone's like, oh, oh, she was there. And I'm like, yeah, for like 10 minutes. (laughs) The live was the entire thing. And that was when I realized how much some people really do live their life for how others see them and really do live their life for how social media sees them. And I am not one of them. And so that was probably when I implemented my don't do it if you're sober rule. Uh. (laughs) Um, But it is funny. It is funny. Like the, uh, the ask me a question thing. I feel like that on a t-shirt would be dangerous. And the reason that I feel like that, right, 
So, so I've, I've mentioned a few times that one of my favorite brooch stockists is a Melbourne stocker called uh, Estuada Designer mm-hmm. Company. And they recently did a cinema line, which was like, uh, so I, I got a brooch that looked like Betty Page. I got a popcorn brooch. Um, I, I got all these different brooches, including one that's a ticket stub, like an old style movie cinema ticket stub. That says, admit one. And in my head, it was beautiful. In person, it is the most beautiful brooch. But you, I tell you what, you look at the looks you get when you wear a brooch that says, admit one. <laughs> and I feel like the ask me a question thing would just be dangerous like that. <laughs> like, I was it's, not wearing it it's one always, day. Like, Why is everybody staring at me? Oh, and yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny when Instagram world and the uh, non-social media world collide because um, I have a I have a shirt that says peep my bio instantly which if you've been in the social media or if you've been in the Instagram fitness community you've had those spam comments where some where they say hey peep my bio instantly like be yeah. a brand rep or whatever so if I post the shirt on on Instagram it will get a ton of comments that's hilarious like, but there were so many, if I ever wear it in public, I have to explain it to people. And then it's, the reaction is always the same. They kind of look at me afterwards. They're like, okay. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's like that passive aggressive. Oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, um, so. I actually, um, I, what was it that I saw? I saw a mug once that, once that said, I'm way cooler on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that, but, um, it's funny, isn't it? Like shirts like that. Because I, I know that um, when we went to Flying Pig, Logan was wearing a shirt and, and he'd worn it all day and I hadn't taken any notice of this shirt. And the first thing that I think it was Jesse, I think it was Kate's husband, said mm-hmm. to him, oh my gosh, amazing shirt. No, it was Ryan. Ryan said to him, amazing shirt. And I've just looked at the shirt thinking, Okay, maybe it's some sort of sporting thing or something. And so later on that night, I was like, "What's your shirt about?" And he's like, it, "It's a, it's the company from The Office." And I went, "Oh yeah, see, I've never watched The Office, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it." But it, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's you know, it's you see things, you go, "Ah, I like that." These are my people. If you get the shirt, you get me. Well, and that's kind of, um, and, and it's funny that we're talking about shirts because in my being wide awake in the middle of the night, which I messaged you, Mike, you had stuff <laughs> going on. I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast. You're like, I'm busy. I'm like, I got to have something yeah. to occupy my mind because I'm right, wide awake. I so am I sorry it. about that. I was viewing and a class, which is actually you know one what? of the few that I've liked recently. So, Well, good. I, I, yeah. I hope that it works out. I mean, yeah, never apologize for that. Like, well, at, the, at this point, Daryl, my uh, my guidelines for a house are, will my bed fit in it? Can my dogs live there? No, I don't want to be homeless. Those are my three. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, I'm not particularly these... fussy anymore. I was yeah. fussy in the beginning, and now I'm just like, oh, freak, I'll just take whatever. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you never you never really think about it with the dogs, but, like, that's that's a big thing because there's a lot of places that don't take them it's crazy so so in my local area in my part of sydney it's a high rental area so because it's a low socioeconomic area i don't know whether people know that 
The lower the socioeconomic area, the higher the amount of renters there are in an area because people in that area can't necessarily afford to buy a house. Anyway, um, so there are 1,297 houses available in my area. Once you put in the pets allowed tag, that comes down to 90. Wow. Once I bring it into my price range, that comes down to about 60. Once I bring that into the fact that there are a few specifications that I have, one is which I don't want to live in a granny flat. So I don't, I don't know what, the, what you guys call them, a sublet, I guess, like a, 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 a sort of a mini, mini garden apartment on someone else's block. Okay. So I don't want to do that because I have dogs and I want my dogs to be able to run around the backyard whenever they want to and not just when the other homeowners are okay with it. Um, so once I take that out, we get down to about 40 houses. And there's about 300 people going for the same 40 houses. I keep seeing these people at the same viewings. Oh, jeez. And in my head, I'm like, they're really nice. I'll kill them if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're cool till you take my house. Yeah, me. exactly. Um, um, and and, yeah, and so, so there's been two. This I, I viewed six last week. There's two that I want to apply for. And then viewing two more that I think, by the looks of it, I want to apply for as well. So. Okay. And just hopefully one sticks. Yeah. Not, yeah. I've got to start finding alternatives. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, this, and yeah, it, and it just, it's a hard situation. And like you said, it's ultra competitive. And I did, you know, wonders of the internet. Of course, I looked up granny flat as we were talking. So, yes. I'm, oh, bless. I'm, so, yeah. Did I explain it in an okay way? You did. Actually, the way you explained it is, the, the image I had in my head was kind of sort of what came up on the Google search. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. so they, they call it a granny flat over here because originally it was something that you did. So um, maybe not the best thing to say to a man, but generally speaking, you're more likely to have your grandmothers be alive than your grandfathers because men don't live as long as women. And so they called it a granny flat because it was something that people built in their backyards when their grand, like when their, their parents were no longer able to live on their own or, they didn't want a whole house on their own because their partner had died. And that way, you know, your grandmother lived on the property and she could help take care of the kids and all that sort of stuff. And recently, uh, with Sydney's housing market being the way it is, which is ridiculous, by the way, we are the most expensive city in the world to live in. Um, it just became a moneymaker for people that why, why have a house that you can rent out for, say, four fifty a week with a huge backyard when you could have a house that you rent out for 450 a week and a granny flat that you rent out for 300 a week all on the same block of land. Yeah. I like my privacy. I like to walk around naked knowing my neighbors can't see me. Yes. That's the other reason you don't like Instagram live. That's true. Cause it means I have to be dressed. <laughs> I, yeah. I did. Do you, do you know what? This is how prepared I was today though. I did have a shirt on just in case. <laughs> You know what? I appreciate that. You're, you're, you're very well organized. This is not your first rodeo. You've you've done the podcast before, and you even that was that was our uh, multimedia experience last week. That's what that was. Um, so they also call them mother-in-law cottages. Uh, same thing. Um, oh, did they really? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Granny fat. Yeah. So, in uh, is the tiny. Uh, now, I, I'm assuming these are a little bit larger than tiny houses. Is the tiny house thing still, like, is that 
is that big over there? I think it's finally starting to die down here. Well, actually, um, so, so tiny houses aren't particularly common over here, and that's because of the way our houses are built. <coughs> so I was yeah. explaining to somebody the other day, because they were saying to me, why are you complaining about it being cold? You don't know what cold is. And I was saying, well, our houses are built to keep out the heat, which means that they're actually not great for winter. <laughs> like. If, you know, whatever it is outside is what it is in your house. Whereas, you know, in the States, you guys are used to snow and, and things like that. So, well, particularly, you know, particularly in the Midwest, you would be used mm-hmm. to snow and cold weather. And so you have, you know, your houses are built to acclimatize that. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a lot of tiny houses because our houses tend to be very open living situations just to make the airflow better. That said, the house that I saw on the weekend that I liked that I've just done an application for is a tiny house. Um, I And I, I couldn't understand why the house was so cheap. And um, I've viewed that many now that I'm just, I'm really cynical about them because I know yeah. real estates are full of crap because they mm. photograph the house to make it look amazing and you get there and you go, I wouldn't let my enemy live here. That's right. Um, yeah, and so I... I viewed that, like, I saw, I looked at the pictures and I'm like, there's got to be something wrong with this house. There has to be. It, it, the price dropped. Why is it? And then I realized when I got there, the house is beautiful. It's like a cottage. But when they say three bedrooms, that's literally meaning that there are three rooms that you can put a bed in and close the door. I, I like literally before we applied for it, I had to come home, measure my bed and make sure it would fit in the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it is, it is tiny. The rooms are tiny, but I don't need a big house. I don't have kids and I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't need space. Yeah. So uh, realistically, if it's going to be a hundred dollars less a week, I'd take that extra five grand and I'll see you at Flying Pig next year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Life is about experiences anyway. And I, I laugh about, um, you're talking about the pictures that real estate agents take. And it's, we went and saw a house about a year ago. And it just, it, it, you got there, you're looking at the house, you're looking at, at the lot it's on and the area surrounding it. You're like, oh, I, I, I guess that picture was kind of accurate, but not really. It was it was really weird. It was, it was kind of, it, it was a, it was a house that was kind of just off on the side of the road. It, it was really not, it was just weird anyway, but yeah, the, the way yeah, it was it, described, it, the way it was photographed. Yeah. And, and like, and they photograph it in the most generous way. So mm-hmm. the house that I, so the house that I went to see the other day, the tiny house is the first house that has accurately pre- predicted that pre- like what I saw was what I got. The rooms didn't look quite as small, but they also weren't saying it was massive. They were like, and and they used words like cottage-like, and it was cottage-like. So they basically did not do a high angle or use a filter on their pictures. And they No, no. Whereas the one that I talked to you about last week, the one that was dangerous. (coughs) Yes. That was the one that, like, I looked at those photos. That, that, that is photoshopped to its best. (laughs) Um. The one that I viewed tonight, I really liked it. I, I would say they used a few really good angles to make the lounge room and stuff look bigger than it is, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. And the only thing that I um I didn't like about it is that 
um, the front of the house is actually behind a gate. So you would have to open this big fence gate thing to get to the front door. But I figured that's going to stop people knocking on my front door. So I'm also okay with that. You know, I am, I am all for people uh, having their own religions. I just don't like them waking me up early on a Saturday morning to share that religion with me. Um, oh man so, so yeah really? so i will um i will i'll apply for the one tonight too and then i liked the real estate agent that's handling the one tonight and she yeah. said to me because i i was really really honest with her and i just went i'm not going above 450 a week I, i'm just i'm not gonna yeah. do it and she said i've got one at the moment that's coming up at 480 um she said i told the owner that's not realistic and that he should ask for 450 uh, no, I told him 440. He's agreed to 450. Um, she said, so that one will be available soon too. And I went, excellent. She's like, so I'll put you down to view that one. And when I looked at that one online, it was like, oh, wow, that's a fancy house. <laughs> but yeah, so. so we have, um, we've already covered a lot of things this week and we are, um, we're segueing into the, the topics for one another without even realizing it. Cause I will tell you guys yet again, we plan nothing for these podcasts. Oh no, we don't. We don't. Poor Daryl just listens to me whinge once a week. <laughs> Bye. We don't talk at each other. Like or not at, we don't talk over each other as much as we used to. No, I feel like we've started. improved in that. We're kind of sort of professional at this. <laughs> We're kind of sort of awesome. Mm-hmm. I've been asked three times in the last week what our podcast is about. Um, and I was like, well, in general, the podcast is <laughs> about this. However, um, my favorite of the questions was, what's a podcast? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you'll, you'll get that. You'll still get that a lot, actually. How, how, do you, how do you word the answer to that question? Because I'm curious because I came up with my own answer. But I, I want to hear what yours is. Um, it's yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's like radio, but more personalized. Oh, see, that's way better than what I said. My answer was, it's like talkback radio, except you can't talk back. There you go. <laughs> I and don't you even can listen to it way later. <laughs> so I, I normally don't even listen to it. If somebody's like, "What's a podcast?" I'll say, "Well, do you have?" Do, do you have iTunes or a Spotify account? And if they say yes, I just send them a link. Here, check this out. Listen to it. My um, So I saw my nephew on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was very, very excited because I hadn't seen him since I got home. And I had bought him a baseball in Chicago. And because I'm very, very particular in not telling kids who, which team they need to follow, Right? Sporting teams, yes. nah. My father let me pick. He, he would say he let me pick. I mean, the truth is he went out and bought me everything in the colors of the team that he went for, and eventually I just gave in. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I'm big in not doing that. And so, obviously, it's his first baseball. He's, he's turning 11 in two weeks, and it's his first baseball. And, he, um, and it says Chicago, and he said to me, is there a baseball team in Chicago? And I said, actually, there are two Chicago baseball teams. 
And he's like, oh, does uncle go for one? And I said, well, he does. He goes for the Cubs, but you don't have to go for them if you don't want to. You can go for whoever you want to go for. And he's like, I want to go for the Cubs. And I'm like, excellent. I have all this stuff that I bought you at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, some of that's for your birthday. And then I asked him what he wanted for his birthday. And he now wants a baseball bat. Of course. Um, to go with his baseball. Um, but he did. He, I, um, so obviously I've known him since he was what, just, I think just under a year old. And, um, and so I was always sort of, I'm his cuddler. Right. I'm the person that, you know, I'm a cuddly person. So he's just never had a choice with that. He's always had to cuddle me. Um, and now it's just a thing. We've always had um, very, we've always been very close, he and I. And, um, and so I like that I can say to him things like, okay, yeah, you cannot throw this ball in the house. And he'll listen. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I get that. I get that all parents say don't throw a ball in a house, but this one's actually really hard ball. So you're going to break stuff. Don't do it. And he's like, okay, I won't. (laughs) So yeah, he's having a birthday party. So this weekend to go with everybody else that I know that's having a birthday party this weekend. I have two kids birthday parties on Saturday. So my nephew's daughter's second birthday. And then my friend's little girl's first birthday is on the Saturday. And then on the Sunday I have um, my nephew's birthday. All these people that have babies, and I am not one of them. Well, I don't know. We we've got a bunch of our, our well, a couple of our friends are getting ready to have babies, and it's just like you're you're in for a treat, you're in for an experience. But yeah, it's um, when they're all lumped together like that, it it's going from party to party can be exhausting. Um, it, it is, it is, it's, um, I, I don't mind, I, look, I don't mind first birthdays cause they don't usually go a long time. Um, and the good thing about my nephew's daughter's birthday is that we literally have to, we will only be there for a little bit of time and then we have to go to the other party. You know, it's long enough because kids get temperamental. Um, but also because it's really, really difficult when you're the adult that doesn't have children because people do one of three things. They either make uh, some sort of, Ooh, you better hurry up comment or you, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 they do. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, she's a career woman. That's the new one. <laughs> she focuses on her career, which by the way, I don't. <laughs> Um, I work hard, but I'm, I don't, I would never say that I've been particularly career focused actually. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just awkward and it's difficult and it's, it's hard. And, and I think it's difficult for everybody because your friends that have kids that know how much you want to have a kid feel really bad when they complain about their kids. No, you're entitled to complain about your kids because, and I know that this is in no way related for everybody who's going to flip out that I'm making this comparison. I love my dogs, but sometimes they drive me crazy. Right? So I'm assuming that it's the same as with any other person that you love them, but they also drive you crazy. And that's okay. I, I understand that it's a love that, I'm, that I can't understand until I've experienced it because I've been told that a million times. Thank you for every insensitive soul that's ever said that. 
to me. My favorite was the person that told me that I don't know what love is until I have children. Great. Thanks. Please don't ever talk to anybody who's infertile at all and use that line. Um, or having was that just like a people. random comment off of a, like, who, that, who says that? Somebody that I love and know very well. Uh, somebody who, <laughs> somebody who is meant to love me, basically, said that to me. Um, Got it. Um, yeah, and, 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 and then, oh, my other cliche favorites are, oh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Shut up, you've got kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every everything will work out. Oh, it'll yeah. happen when yep. you stop trying. Well, actually, literally, that's the only yeah. time it's not going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> and, Hashtag and, um, science, right? And and you just go, oh, and they're just like, oh, well, maybe there was another path for you, or maybe you weren't meant to have children. And I just, I, I really think that the only thing that anybody can say is. That fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I hope you get to have kids. Right? That's all you got to say. That fucking sucks. I hope you get to have kids. Because we live in a world where, you know, I, I, I work with vulnerable people. I know somebody very close to me who also works with vulnerable people. Both of us have always had that yearning to be a mother. And she has recently come to the realization that at her age, it is now not going to happen. And never was there a woman more suitable, more amazing, more wonderful at, you know, she would just be the most incredible mother. And it just isn't going to be her path. And as a friend, that's heartbreaking to see that for your friend. As a friend who also desperately wants children, that is also terrifying um, because in, t- you know, 10 years, that could be me. Um, but it also just makes me want to kick anyone in the shins that says, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Because at what point do we think that it was meant to be for the teenage drug dealing girl who just got knocked up when she was 17 and that poor baby's been born addicted to a drug, but it's just not meant to be for anybody else. No, 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 no. Just stop. It happened. It yeah. Didn't. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, and, and then, for, and then I love, I love when everybody throws you the alternatives and I've gone on a real rant here, Daryl. I'm really sorry. I'm just feeling it today. Um, when everyone's like, Oh, well you can always foster. You can always adopt. Now for starters, Unless you're Angelina Jolie um, or Madonna, adopting is freaking impossible. And I really, I actually really, really hate that that those are the two examples I came up with because I don't know any single parents who have successfully been able to adopt because it's actually one of the criteria that you show that you're in a stable, loving relationship. <laughs> Maybe it's because of the amount of money that they've made that financially they can provide stability. Great. Um, But yeah, so adoption is pretty much out for most people. The number of children that are available for adoption are minimal. Now, now yes, I can foster. And and that is, that has always been my, I don't want to say backup plan because that just sounds awful. That has always been part of my plan. Whether or not I got to have children, I, I think I always sort of planned on fostering at some point. Um, 
But it's kind of like saying to somebody, oh, you, you can't own a car? Well, you can ride a bike. Like, it, they're not the same thing, right? right? Now, I'm not saying one is better than the other because I know people that never biologically wanted to have children that have made amazing foster parents. Um, you know, and actually they're usually the people that foster the kids that nobody wants. So just if anyone is listening and you're wanting to know, uh, any child over the age of 12 has a very minimal chance of ever getting successfully fostered. Um, they usually go in and out. Uh, so I, I know people that have always sort of concentrated on those teenage years because they fall into the too hard category for a lot of people. Um, yeah, so I just I just feel like people need to take a lesson and 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 know that I am in no way judging you if you're having a bad day with your kids and you're complaining about your kids. Right? I think that's normal. You're absolutely entitled. I am not holding that against you just because I haven't had a baby yet. Um, you know, if you're hurting your children, that's a bit different. Um, but I just think, I think people get stuck and they don't know what to say. And I am the youngest in a large family. I have seven sisters. I am the only girl in my family that hasn't had babies all of whom had babies by the time they were my age and you know most of whom now have grown children who have all had babies um it's just difficult and it's I've just worked myself up into a tizzy about this weekend without even meaning to do do, do you know what the first birthday didn't even factor in because I love that friend and I love that kid she's really cute She's really cheeky. Um, (laughs) But it's the family one where I'm going to go and all these people know me and they know I don't have children. And they get really awkward about it and then I get really awkward about it. I think what it comes back to is, I mean, they're not obligated. You don't expect them to say anything. They're not obligated to. No, ask me about anything else. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to say anything, and it's yeah. But the whole thing of if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. That's really not how life works. But oh, I will throw punch yeah. the next person that says it. <laughs> I won't because they've never actually hit anybody. But I will want to throat punch the next person that says it. You can say that it, it's. I think it's actually socially acceptable now to say you're going to throat punch people because very rarely does somebody actually throat punch another person. That it's kind of like I, <clears throat> I saw. I guess it was, I don't remember the comedian, but they said, "Yeah, if you make just a very over the top statement, like it, it becomes you know funny." So instead of like, "Hey, you know that's really annoying," and like shoving the person or saying, "Hey, I'm gonna hit you," you say, "Hey, I'm gonna throat punch you," and then all of a sudden it's like because that's more over the top. It's it's joking. It's funny because you know you're not actually gonna throat punch anyone done there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody says tiktok i'm gonna throw it punch you twice mm. so yeah you um you said that people ask you what the uh the podcast is about i think the right answer is hell if i know 
It's just whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, it it really is. I was never. I, I was. It's I wasn't about huge... all the things that you shouldn't say to a woman that hasn't had babies by her mid thirties. Yes, I I just I love when we come up with actual titles for our episode. That will be it for this week. <laughs> oh my gosh! Actually, it's it's kind of like I I wasn't a huge Seinfeld fan, but it's kind of like that where they just say, "Yeah, you talk about nothing, and it's nothing, and it's everything all at once." That's that's pretty much us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I think sometimes for me the things that come out when we talk are things that have been going on in my head and I haven't even realized it. So I've been so like I've been so consumed with trying to get a house and get packed up and get moved that I've just been like, yep, no worries. Yep. No worries to everything. Yep. No worries. And, um, I think, yeah, I think talking to you sometimes gives me that chance to sort of work through it in my head and I realize that I'm maybe not as okay with it as I, as I thought I was. And, yeah, it's just one thing after the other, right? Yeah. Um, well, and I think what it is is, I mean, this this really is just us having a conversation and we put it out for people to listen to. So, yeah, there's a lot of that where, you know, you're just talking and you start <laughs> kind of processing what's been going on and then you just start letting some of it out. I think we both do that. So Yeah. It it's not been an all bad week either, though. Like last last right. week was a really draining, very full on week, but it wasn't an all bad week. I do believe that you got a very happy message off me at some point last week. Yeah, I, I think that you um you you've got you're you're not you're not able to speak of of that yet, are you? Oh, I am actually. I got the all clear to do to talk about it yesterday at five o'clock. Well, let's talk about that because that's that's happy. That's awesome. I got the job that I went for. <laughs> woo. Woo. Right. Woo, woo. Yeah. That's so exciting I had, too. I had gone for a different role within my company. Um, I had thought that I'd interviewed well. Did I, did I tell you all this last week that I thought that I'd interviewed well? Mm-hmm. So if I didn't get it, I didn't get it, but I, at least I interviewed well. And, um, and I got the call on Friday morning to tell me that I'd gotten it and that I wasn't allowed to tell anybody that I worked with because they needed to contact everybody that hadn't gotten it. And then, yeah, um, 10 to 5 yesterday, I was told that I was allowed to tell people. So um, I'm very excited. It's a move from working in a regional team to the national team. It means a lot of travel. Um, yeah. But I'm good with that. So That's I'm, I'm a happy, happy girl. So it comes with a slight pay rise, slight enough that it actually will end up in my pocket every fortnight. You know, you know, when you, you get a pay rise, but you get a pay rise to the extreme that it ends up all just disappearing in tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that kind of pay rise. It was slight enough that it ends up in my pocket, which is nice. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> you get to see the, uh, the pay raise. That's great. Yeah. Well, that'll pay for my coffee. So. <laughs> Which is important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm as far as as the work stuff, and I've I've said on the podcast, and I've said to people before that I'm I'm now looking to 
work full time and do your level fitness, which is funny because I talk to, um, I, I, as I interview and I'm all, I'm told pretty much the same thing that, you know, I have that, that the interview goes, well, the conversations are great, but I swear they, they, they don't think that I can, uh, operate the stuff I operate and work full time, but I've pretty much been doing it for the better part of five years. So, but anyhow, <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. That starts on the, um, 24th of June, which is good. Yeah. Um, I've been forced to take some uh, days off. So what we do, I don't, I, I don't know about anybody else's company. What we do is we work an extra half an hour every day and it accumulates into one day off a month, basically. And, um, or PDO, personal day off is what we call them. And um, I, you're supposed to take that day off every month and you're not supposed to have more than three accumulate. And um, because of staffing issues, there just there was a few months there where it, we weren't able to take any and so like even to the point where when I went I went to the states I still put in I put in for two but HR gets cranky if you have five owing to you and no matter how much I try to take one because I'm still only taking that one from that month I'm sort of stuck just on five and so I went in for my end of year review with my boss yesterday because financial yeah. year for us ends in June. Yeah. And um, I went in for my end of year review and she just said to me, you need to take a PDO. And I've gone, oh, no, I put in for one for next week. And she's like, yeah, you need to take another one. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I literally, I went from having next Friday off that I have next Thursday and Friday off now. Because there was three of us that all needed to, t- to put in for days. And I'm like, right, I'm going to have Monday off and then Friday off. And then I'll just have the three days in between. And my colleague's like, you can't do that. I've got Monday off. And somebody else was like, oh, I, I just had to take Monday off too. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I'll take Thursday, Friday. They're like, okay. So, and because the Monday following is a public holiday here. I literally am Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I go back to work on the Tuesday. So it's good. It is a much needed break. It's going to give me a chance to get a lot of stuff done around the house. Yeah. Um, but it's also going to give me a lot of time to just chill out as well and to sleep because my sleep cycle has been off since I came back um, and because I'm stressed and because I'm me and I don't sleep. So, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so I actually have been sleeping surprisingly. And what all it took was go to bed later get up later see you know what i think i think that's my thing because i am i actually slept i slept a full night on saturday night i didn't go to bed until three in the morning but i slept until 11 yeah so i slept eight hours so i think sometimes it's just the time that you get up and the time you go to sleep Mm -hmm. um yeah i had a wonderful night on saturday night actually i uh we have this cafe in in Sydney. Um, it's like a cafe restaurant. I would say it's sort of like an experience. And um, they have market stalls on the weekend. They have market stalls. They have different types of. So they have a bar. They have a restaurant. They have a flower shop. They have everything right in this 
it's like a facility basically and it's called the grounds of alexandria so anyone who has ever been to sydney has probably been to the grounds uh they do good coffee they do great donuts if you go to one of the weekend stalls as well um and they also have themes so i had gone at easter and everything was decked out for easter i think if you're looking at my instagram there's a picture of me with a giant purple flower that is from the grounds and I went on Saturday, and because of the release of the movie Aladdin, they have made their, like, all of their laneways that were decorated for Easter are now decorated as Agrabah from Aladdin. And so there's lanterns everywhere, there's carpets, there's scarves. I'm going to send you some of these photos, Daryl. It's incredible. Please do. And, um, and it was just such an experience. And I'd actually never been there at night before. I'd only been there during the day, um, which for all the other displays has been fine. Um, I was heading into the city to go to the Vivid Light Show, which is something Sydney does every year. Um, And so because we were heading in, we were going past the grounds anyway. And so we stopped just to have a look. And I'm glad I did it at night because all all the lanterns were lit up. And it was incredible. And it's like it's one of those things that when you go, People will take your photo for you. So you'll be there trying to take a selfie with a display and someone will go, oh, I'll take your photo. Or, hey, can you take my photo with my, you know, and and it actually provides this very, very real sense of community. And, and yeah, and, and people at first, it's funny, you can tell the people that have been there before because they don't think anything of handing you their phone to take their photo. Right. But with, with tourists, you're like, oh, I can take that photo for you. And they sort of look at you like, are you going to steal my phone? <laughs> no, I'm just going to take a picture of you in front of a giant lamp. And and you can always tell, by the way, this is a tip to men. When a woman wants you to take a photo of her, that doesn't mean take a photo of her. That means take 50 so that she can get rid of the 47 she doesn't like. It's the same. If you're taking, <laughs> you knew yeah. that one already? I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so you so I could tell on the weekend when it was women taking the photos for me and men because men take a photo and women take 50. Yeah, I'm, um, I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> and then, yeah, and oh, so then I went to, I went to Vivid after that and I've never been, I've never been to Vivid. I've always wanted to go and, um, and I'm, and it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. I love my city, Daryl. I love my city. I am the perpetual wanderer. I love learning and going to other places, but I love my city as well. That's nice. (laughs) And you love Iowa. Iowa is your favorite place. Iowa is my happy place. Yeah. You know what? It it is. I'm like, I can't wait to go back. Um, I like places that other people undervalue. So it's like, you know, when, when you talk about going to the UK, people always talk about places like London. Oh, London's amazing. Or Oxford's incredible. Or, um, you know, Edinburgh. But I love Chester. <laughs> I love Chester because it's just this little as far as cities it's a little city Mm -hmm. but it's beautiful and 
I just think that the the smaller the city or the smaller the place, the more real the people. And I like my people real. Not like Instagram real. Just just everyday working people. And not tourists, because when you go to the big cities, that's what you encounter. You don't meet people, you meet tourists, which are also people, yes, I know. But... This is why we don't need a fact checker for this podcast because you correct yourself on the Constantly. fly, even when even when you don't need to. Yes, we're we're aware that tourists are people, and anybody that would <laughs> would challenge you on not being speci- specifically calling them out is not is is not listening to us at this point. So. Do you know what I actually like is that I got messages after that when I was talking about going driving through Illinois. I got messages asking me where Rich's restaurant was. <laughs> telling you, they gotta, they should work out. <laughs> they, they really need to work out a sponsorship deal for you. Well, that's it. I'll yeah. pick up for them. Just like the uh, local pizza place that I went to last week. After after they followed me on Instagram, I went up there, got pizza, and took a picture and started telling everybody that we need to try it because it's it's the chicago deep dish and it's like right and it's five minutes just like in a little neighborhood here it's really nice so. all right well next time i visit you we will go there because i need to try deep dish pizza you really do i can't believe you didn't have any while you were in chicago did you, did you hear hear the story about that right there was three places that were sort of renowned for deep dish pizza and when yes. we called them all it was like a 45 minute wait for each of them for lunchtime, a minimum of 45 minutes. <laughs> and I had, I had of course, been that stupid girl that didn't eat breakfast. And with anybody that has a sleeve or a, any type of bariatric surgery, I imagine, you know, you, you know, everybody presents differently when they get hungry. I don't feel hunger, but I will get to a point where I go, I'm going to vomit if I don't eat. And that's because my my body is so hungry that I get nauseous. So I had gotten to that point where it was like, I am very, very nauseous and I just need food. Yeah. And that was how I ended up at Panera Bread. (laughs) uh, We're actually getting a Panera Bread uh, out. Well, we have one. We have one close to the um, pancake place where we went to breakfast, but we're actually getting one out by our house um and then so i and i have to ask okay 45 minute wait for lunch what is an acceptable wait time for you do you know what if i wasn't i would happily wait 45 minutes if i was not at that point where i needed to eat okay that makes sense um it it was it wasn't the fact that i was sort of scoffing at 45 minutes i'm not used to waiting for places (laughs) Because I'm kind of that person, particularly in Sydney, where I'm just like, oh, forget it. We'll just go somewhere else. That's exactly Because there will always be a place where you can just sit, right? Um, And And that's, yeah, that's sort of how I am. Like, if it's anything more than sort of 15 minutes, no. Um, Unless uh, unless it's for something in particular or someone really wanted to go there. Well, because you have a chance to start to, like, sit and think of, 
you know, other places that you could just go to and then you think it through in your head and you're like, yeah, we're just going to go there. Yeah. Uh, and I love, like, when, when Troy took me to Panera Bread, she was like, it's not really Chicago. And I've gone, is it really American? Because this is my first time in the States. So you could tell me it's Chicago and I'm not going to know any better. <laughs> yeah, until you got here and saw you know, three or four of them, but yeah, it's, um, it's Panera Bread is definitely American. Yeah. And so I, um, I, but I really like that. I, I actually, the whole concept of sides just blows me. Like, this is what you're getting. And then you get to pick two sides and I'm like, Oh, we didn't get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we just, you know, if you get a meal, you get what's on the meal. You get the meal. Yeah. Right. And, and that was kind of fun. And of course, like, cause my brain was not thinking, I was like, Oh, I want the macaroni and cheese. And I <laughs> like, and because I got to have two sides, right. Which also like, that's massive for me. Right. Because now not only am I having a sandwich, which I can't eat all of anyway, I am now also getting two sides of which I can't eat all of and, or any of really. And so I picked chips just because I could take them with me so that if it got to dinner and we were starving, I didn't have to do the same thing that I did at lunchtime, which was just go wherever because I had chips to ward off the hunger. <laughs> See, you had a plan. Right? But, but chick, chicken, a roast, a barbecue chicken flatbread at Panera Bread. I liked that. Yeah. That was my jam. I think I've had that. I have had that before. Now It is yum. Well, and, and it's funny here, like, if you go out, if you go out on a Friday or Saturday night, especially, the places with the longest uh, wait times are the the chain steakhouses. The Outback Steakhouse here, which I'm almost embarrassed just talking to you about, um, has a two-hour wait. Get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to wait at Texas Roadhouse for about five, ten minutes. I think sometimes, too, it depends on the the size of your group. Yeah. Because it was usually only two of us. It's pretty quick to get in. But it's like the bigger the the weight, the bigger the amount of people, the bigger the weight. True. And Texas Roadhouse is always crowded because of, you know. The The rolls rolls and the crack I'm gonna. I'm gonna learn how to. Make you that know fun. what? Of all the things that we've ever talked about, that's probably the most emotion you've ever shown on about any topic. No, 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 no. You're forgetting about Conair. Oh yeah, that's true. It's close. But, like, it, it's up there with Conair. It's <laughs> it's close because there there was just so much emotion and the rolls. Oh that, my gosh, uh, they're just the best. Yeah, they, they really are with the cinnamon butter. <laughs> with the cinnamon butter, I need to learn how to make that stuff. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh, there was this girl at the viewing tonight who was—it's um, her first time living at a home, bless. And um, so she's viewing houses, and she's so particular. And I'm yeah. realizing, like, <laughs> like I, I had that moment where I'm just like, oh, I'm so you just sort of become accepting of things when you're older that you wouldn't necessarily. So she would have been about 24, 25. And she's just like, Oh, I don't like the carpets. And I'm thinking, Hey, the carpets aren't great. That means that if I ruin them, they're not really ruined. I'm okay with that. 
And then she's like, oh, I don't know about the kitchen. I'm thinking, it has a stove and an oven that work. I'm happy. The laundry's inside and I've had to spend three years going outside to my laundry. I'm okay with that. So, like, it's the difference in the expectation, I think. Reality has not yet hit. Uh, it will eventually. Well, like yeah, because, because and, 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 like, the difference, I think I was telling you, that if I wanted to go $50 more a week, I could get a brand new house. There's there's three new estates 15 minutes from where I live currently. Brand new houses, $500 a week, you know, fine. I don't want to pay $500 a week. But I also don't want to live in a brand new house because I feel like if you live in an older house and something goes wrong, you've got plausible deniability that it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> there's regular wear and tear. Whereas if you move into a brand new house, there is literally nobody else to blame but you. You know? Oh, there's a crack in that whatever. Oh, yeah, no, that was there when I moved in. Yeah, see when I moved in. <laughs> Wait, they just built it. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> That's funny. And I get to the point. I viewed a beautiful, like, a country. There was a beautiful country sort of cottage. And it was further out than I wanted. And the garden was exquisite. But the garden was exquisite. And I'm literally like the girl that hires someone to mow my lawn. So <laughs> I was like, can't live here. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a lot of pressure. I couldn't keep this going. I feel like this should be in the Chelsea Garden Show. And I'm more like, you know, kill your goldfish material. <laughs> Which, by the way, I thought was so cute. My nep- that's what my nephew wants for his birthday present. He wants a goldfish. Because I, I said to him, hey, what, what, what are you asking for for your birthday? And he's like, I really want a fish. And I went, like, you want to go fishing? You want to catch a fish or you want to own a fish? He's like, no, I want to own a fish. I want a pet fish. I want a pet fish. And in my head, I'm thinking, a really reasonable gift. I mean, he's nearly 11. He could ask for something that's going to cost hundreds of dollars. And he's asking yeah. for something that's going to cost $30, right? Because you've got to buy the little tanky thing that they go in as well. But they don't want to get a fish because uh, they go away on the weekend a lot and they're, <laughs> you know, there's no one there to take care of the fish. So I said, well, what about sea monkeys? because I thought sea monkeys would be easier. So now he's intrigued about sea monkeys. But I also told him that when I move into my new home, I will get a fish and he can name it. And when he stays over, he can feed it. There you go. So that's the compromise. So now I have to get a freaking fish. (laughs) And not kill it, by the way. Oh, but you know what you do? You just get a really generic orange fish because then you just keep replacing it. I didn't say that. No, I, I didn't hear a damn thing. <laughs> okay, so so I need to tell you, for my 23rd birthday, I got a goldfish because my godson, who was three at the time, and his sister, who was five at the time, asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I said a goldfish, right? Because I was trying to be relatable to kids. Hmm. So then I got a goldfish as a birthday present from my sister, who heard me tell her kids this. And I named him Oscar. And nobody ever loved their fish more than I loved Oscar. I would get up every morning and I would talk to him. Good morning, Oscar. Did you sleep well? 
He was very slow. Did he ever respond? (laughs) He would. He would swim towards me. He knew his mommy, okay? And, um, And then I would clean Oscar's tank every three days. Perfect combination of the old water and the new. And I'd put the water ager in and all that sort of stuff. And then when Oscar was about three months old, I put Oscar back in his tank, but realized I did not put any water ager in the water. And I realized that the next morning when he had blown up from the fluoride in the water and he was dead. (laughs) I was devastated. And I cried, like I cried over this fish, right? I really cried. And my other sister, knowing that it was my nephew and niece that had bought me the fish, went out and bought me a replacement fish. But I swear they gave her a dodgy fish. (laughs) And so we called him Oscar, but his real name was Billy because Billy Idol was on the radio when I got him. (laughs) So he had multiple names. And then, um, yeah, but he just was always, he was just always not well. He was a slow swimmer and he like was a fish that, he would poop and for three days his poop would still be attached to his butt and like just this long line of poop and I'm just, yeah. So Billy, like Billy lasted maybe three weeks and then I told them that Oscar had gone to heaven where he could swim wherever he wanted. And All fish um, go to heaven. And we've yeah. talked about fish poop, which I never thought we would get into. <laughs> Goodness. But That's yeah, hilarious. so um so I had Oscar and I had Billy, so um I yes, I've not had a fish in oh gosh, thirteen years. So yeah. it, it's probably time for a fish again. Um just the one. I'm not into like I'm not one of these fancy people that's like, I got these Chinese fighting fish. Well, for starters Just give me a fish. I don't speak <laughs> Chinese. So how do I say good morning to them when I get up? I'm going to have to learn that if I get Chinese fighting fish. Instead, I'll just get goldfish and I'll be racist enough to assume that they speak English. (laughs) How the fuck did we get here? (laughs) 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 Uh, Um, (laughs) The wonders of podcasting. Yes, quote. <laughs> I led you yeah. here. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh! I, it, and this gets back to I, I. I like with all the people in our community that are downloading the Anchor app, and they're like, "I don't, I, I, I don't want a podcast because I don't know what I would say, and I would start rambling, and just like the rambling is where the gold is. I mean." And and that's the thing with you and I. We'll we'll just talk until it gets us somewhere, both of us. Well that's it, because why would you want to talk about something meaningful when you could talk about fish poop? Yeah. And you know what's funny? In the context of the conversation, it fits. Somehow it fits. So (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just ridiculous. It really is. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I'm, man, I, I just don't even know, I don't even know where to go from here. I'm, I, we're, we're discussing, uh, well, we were discussing what the next 
dog was going to be for our household. And now we're probably going to end up getting multiple dogs when that happens. Oh, really? What kind of dogs are you thinking about? Um, I'm, I want a chocolate lab. Um, Max wants some sort of crazy designer dog that I think he sees or follows some on Instagram that's probably like $5,000. So that's probably not going to happen. And yesterday when we were talking, Stacy's like, why don't we get two labs? I'm like, yeah, because give me all the dogs. I'm cool with that. If you're going to get two labs, you have to do that one of two ways. They either both need to be the same age as in, like, if you're going to get a puppy, get two puppies. Mm -hmm. Because that way it's the routine, the training, the everything. Or you need one that's really old, in which case they're probably going to die soon. And one that's really young because they'll balance each other out. So that was our thing with uh, Molly and Glen Coco. We got Glen Coco because we were going to have a baby. Yeah. And we didn't want Molly to be lonely. And for the first month, she was just like, why the fuck is he here? <laughs> I was such a great dog. And you went out and got this little, you know, annoying thing. And really, you know, I, I guess it's like when people say that they had their second child because their first one was so amazing. Molly was just Molly was a rescue so I will also recommend that you look at your local rescues if you're looking for something different too yeah that's what Um, I Molly was a rescue Molly was very poorly treated and uh, Molly did not like men she's still not a big fan of men to be honest like uh, she's very hesitant when she meets new men and and when my father-in-law used to come over she would just sit there and bark at him for 45 minutes and I'm like He's an elderly man. What are you barking at? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was never a fan of men. She was very gentle. She was very quiet. She was well behaved. She's the the most toilet trained dog I've ever known. Hmm. Um, and she just was so loving and wonderful that we went, yeah, we can absolutely do this with another one. And we got Glenn Coco, who he's wherever he wants to sometimes just cause like when I was packing my bag for America, I had put the pile of clean clothes next to the suitcase (laughs) and he just came and beat on him. Like, hi mommy. I'm just going to lift my leg and mark these. See, now you're going on holidays because I know that bag means holidays. So now your stuff smells like me. Bye. (laughs) Um, he humped everything. We got him, so we got him to sext because they said it would fix the marking and the humping. Uh, for the Did most work, part, yeah. it has helped with his humping, but not with his marking. He still marks everything. Um, and he won't let us watch any TV show that has any animal in it because that I've, that I've I've heard. You've told me about that. Oh my but gosh, he's so funny. Like he's so he's fun. so brave. There's a commercial over here. I don't even know what it's for, but there's a meerkat that talks. And, like, that that's his mortal enemy. And, um, yeah, and he also, like, Molly, Molly doesn't, Molly with me has no personal space. Like, Molly will lay on my chest. But with other people, she won't lay on them. She'll, she'll lay next to them. Like, Glenn Coco's like, sorry. Was this your lap? Oh, look, that's my butt. 
Oh, yep, that's your shoulder. Yep. That's my butt. That's he right. He just owns it, owns it all. And and look, the difference between him and her is that if she comes into a room, she looks for food first and hugs second. And he will go hugs first always. <clears throat> With him, he's always more excited that mummy's home than the fact that mummy might have food. So he, he Whereas wants she's, attention. She's just like, man, I, I wouldn't object to a feed right now. <laughs> he wants attention and he wants it on his... Uh... On his terms. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But like they are, they are chalk and cheese, and he feels like he rules the roost. And then, um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know whether you heard that. That was just my, uh, my, my sleeve occasionally makes these very funny rumbling noises. I'm probably due to eat at some point. And um, yeah. So he he thinks he rules the roost, and he will like, like, but he loves her. He loves her so ridiculously. Like, he'll just sit there and lick her for hours. And then, like, but then he'll do something like he'll lick her eyeball and she'll just look at him and be like, that's not on. No, that's not on. (laughs) And then he'll, but she is, she's okay to be left to her own devices, but if I give him extra attention, that's when she wakes up and goes, "Uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, mommy, this is all about me. (laughs) So I'll throw his toy and she'll just, she doesn't like toys. She'll bark at him for chasing after it, though. Or And he'll come up to play with her and she'll just go. And he submits. <laughs> this dog submits like you wouldn't believe. We go to the dog park and he bounds into the dog park like, hey, I want to play with everybody. I want to play with everybody. And then a dog turns around and looks at him and he's on, the, he's on his back going, I submit. I submit. That's funny. Chihuahuas. I, I submit. Rottweilers. Oh, you look like fun. I submit. <laughs> That's funny. But he—he he is he's fun. He is fun. He is frustrating, but he is fun. Um, but he, but like they're funny. I can't leave her. She'll bark at anyone walking past the house. Whereas he would happily look at people walking past the house all day and not care. But that meerkat comes on the television and he's like, "Don't worry, mummy. I got you. I got you covered." yes okay so yeah but we had our our dog was was very protective up until the last probably six months or so and then she was just like yeah you're on your own fend for yourself don't interrupt my nap would you want (laughs) girls or boys or one of each Mm, probably girls yeah see that would be me too i feel bad but i wouldn't get after Glen Coco, I wouldn't get another boy. I would yeah. just want girls. See, we got we got him like we had the choice. There was he was obviously a boy, so we could have had a fawn boy or a black girl. His sister was a black girl, mm-hmm. and we chose the fawn boy because somebody told me if you have two girls, they'll fight for dominance. But what they didn't tell me is that with the age gap, anyway, Molly would automatically be the dominant dog, and so. We got a boy, so we didn't have a fight for dominance. What they don't tell you about boys is that they'll mark everywhere and, and you know, like yeah. all those sorts of things. And I think just in temperament, girls tend to be a bit more chill than yeah. boys. And, um, but, oh, chocolate labs, they would be beautiful. If you, if you get them, you have to make sure you give them amazing names. 
No generic, no generic names. Nobody names here. We don't do generic names here. No, we um, our dog was named after an American football player that played for the local team, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. his last name was Hushmanzada. So the full name for this dog was Hoosh Dogzada, but we just called her Hoosh, and people thought we we named her Hooch like alcohol. No, so yeah, she. But she, um, she uh, that that was her name, and the given name they had for her was Cricket. We weren't going with that. That was stupid. Uh, <laughs> we will the the naming of the dog is a very serious, uh, serious event at at our house. So yes, we, we will not let you down on that. With with Glen Coco, we had narrowed it down. We knew that we were going to name him after a film character. Mm-hmm. Um, so you haven't seen Mean Girls. Glenn Coco is a is an off screen film character in Mean mm-hmm. Girls, um, and basically what happens is there's candy canes being given out to different people. There's one girl that really wants them, and she doesn't get any. And when the Santa Claus comes to the the room to deliver the candy canes, he's like, four for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco." But you never see Glenn Coco's face. Just like he's just some kid in the room that gets four candy canes sent to him. And I and I was walking down the street one day and there was this girl wearing a t shirt that said, You go, Glen Coco. And I went, Oh my god, that's just hilarious. And I just thought if we had him named that, we could use that hashtag of you go Glen Coco. And then, um, and then the other name we had narrowed it down to was a character from the movie *Inglorious Bastards*, called Hugo Stiglitz. <laughs> that was because I got vetoed on my idea of naming him because there's a character in Harris, *Harry Potter* called Horace Slughorn, mm-hmm. and I thought we could name him Horace Pughorn, <laughs> but that got vetoed. That's a shame. That was so, actually I like that name. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm also really, really fond of people that name their dogs regular names, like as in regular people names. Not like, not like you know, Molly or Bonnie or anything. I mean, I know that there are people named those things, but like just really generic, oh, yeah, this is my dog, Scott. <laughs> hey, Scott, how's it going? Well, it's all right, actually. I'm just watching my stock bracket go down, bracket go down a little bit. I'm a bit worried. Might be time to sell. Might call Tokyo in the morning. Like you, imagine, like you imagine them being able to have this reasonable conversation. This is Kevin. He's a Rottweiler. He's, he identifies as a Rottweiler American. Like you know what I mean. And this is his bro. This is his brother Steve. He does not want you to identify. He's don't. He cannot be identified. Exactly. He doesn't fit into any category. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now, we, obviously, dogs understand when you're talking to them because they're they're just amazingly intelligent animals. How many languages do you think dogs understand? Do you know what? I think that they are multilingual, but I think it's more about tone than language. Because they respond to firmness. They respond to certain words, but they respond to, to firmness or That's... they respond to kindness. So it's sort of like when you, when you, do, have you ever watched The Simpsons, the episode when Bart's trying to train Santa's little helper? 
Yes. The, and it's literally Santa's little helper. He is blah, 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 sit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's set with the tone because I used to joke, um, even though I was mostly serious, about the fact that my dogs have always loved me more. And everyone's like, oh, but they always love the master more. And I'm like, yeah, I never fed them. I never walked them. I never did any of those things. And they always loved me most. And I think it's because of the tone. Because when I come home from work, it's always been since since Glenn Coco was a puppy, like since he was eight weeks old and Molly, Molly for the last eight years, it's always been, hello, my darlings. Have you been good? Tell me about your day. What have you been doing? And they're so excited to see me because my tone is always loving and kind. Even if five minutes later I'm yelling at them to quit barking at the neighbours, <laughs> when yeah. I come in, it's always this yelling, kind um, tone going, you know, tell me about your day. And they're, they're turning circles. They're so excited to see me. And they're going, well, mommy, first we slept and then we barked at the mailman and then we slept some more and then that meerkat came on the TV so I protected you from him. And, you know, like, and it, and it's and it's like that. It's just, I think they sense love and I think they sense firmness. And, and I mean, people always say that cats are more intelligent and dogs are just more loving. I think that's probably really accurate. Um. I think cats don't give a shit about your tone. They'll do whatever they want to do and that's okay. Um, But dogs will hear your tone and they'll be like, oh, no, my mummy's mad at me. My mummy's mad at me. I don't know what I did wrong except I (laughs) ate all of the stuff that was on her plate when she looked away for one second. But surely she meant for me to eat that because she left that there. No, she must be mad about something else. That's right. (laughs) Uh, well and you know something else that we were uh, we were talking about is you know the amount of of food that is now on the floor uh, that the dog would take care of and you know it was always acceptable it's always acceptable for dogs to eat stuff that falls on the floor but where does the stuff that falls on the floor go if it's not eaten it goes into the trash and it's not acceptable for dogs to eat the trash and what Stacy was wondering is if that's confusing for them. And I'm like, no, I think they pretty much figure it out. <laughs> but, you know, like, and they, and they really don't. I that she thought that. I would never have thought that. But now I, I, like that, that, I get that way of thinking. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I just, I think it's fun. I, I think they, when it comes to dogs and trash, that's where they probably actually think like cats. They don't give a shit if they get caught. They, they try to kind of sort of look remorseful but they're just really uh they're just really excited that they were able to eat whatever it was that was in the trash can so <laughs> so yeah but no the the fact that she and and I kind of looked at her I'm like how did you even come to that but yeah I thought it was pretty funny she's very intelligent your woman that's why yes very insightful <laughs> I um I came home from the house inspection today mm-hmm. to find that Molly, I know it was Molly and not Glenn Coco because he is not as tall as her. Yeah. Um that Molly had gotten 
the packet of Nurofen that was on a little table and I couldn't understand why she had that because that's not like she's she's funny my my dogs are my dogs are funny my dogs will never ever ever try to eat chocolate um in in like so like a block of chocolate they know that it's a no I'm never going to share it they don't even try to approach me for it good but easter eggs are different because they're a different shape and they're a whatever like if I leave them around they would probably try to eat them but she's she's sort of always because there's always been medication in the house, um, and sh- she knows that she's not allowed it. And I couldn't understand why she had stolen that packet. Like that's not her thing. And then I realized I wasn't well today, and I'd gotten up and I'd taken some Nurofen, and then I put it on a plate that was there with some scraps on it. She was after the plate, and she she didn't eat the Nurofen. She got it out of the packet and just left it. Does that make sense? Like, she's just gotten them out and just so there was like empty Nurofen, like there was tablets on the on the couch, and I knew how many there were in the packet because I went, oh crap, I'm gonna have to buy some tomorrow. Um, and so there was two in the packet. There was two on the the couch. So she's left them alone. She just was more trying to get the plate, and I found the plate on the next lounge over. So, <laughs> but yeah, they make they make me laugh with what they know and what they don't know, and. And who they like yeah. and who they don't. Molly, Molly's a coffee fiend. She loves coffee. Glen Coco would leave it. Really? Whether it's in a mug, whether it's in a like. So, I am I I'm not exactly the world's biggest fan of what McDonald's calls coffee. Um. <laughs> now, was this their was this their actual coffee, or is this the sugared up? Iced coffee that they sell. Oh no no no! I don't. I I only buy that if I really need to poop. Um, <laughs> right, fish poop and rice poop all in one glass. I really should let you know when I'm going to take a drink of coffee. That's hilarious. <laughs> I almost lost it there. Good lord. So, uh, so this is just their regular coffee. Like, so this is a latte because yeah. their coffee is not great. Like for me, I buy their coffee for one of two reasons: either it's a public holiday and all my other coffee places are closed uh, or for whatever reason, like say it's raining and I don't want to get out of the car. So because I can get that through drive through Other coffee places are not drive through in Australia. I know you guys are in shock by that because of the amount of drive through places you have in the States. No, it's insane. Um, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's amazing. If only, if only, right? Anyway, so it's it's the only place where really I can get drive through coffee. And so if I'm in a rush or if it's raining or if it's whatever, that's where I'm going to go. Because I don't love it, it takes me longer than normal to drink. Coffee takes me a long time to drink anyway, but it's not great. And so it takes longer. And so um, she's I've learned that I have to put it up high because Molly is not as much of a coffee snob as me. Molly's like, yeah, yeah. She'll I'll drink, drink it, huh? I'll drink that, mommy. That's all right. That shit's tasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, laughing. It's... You're having a mouthful of coffee when I told you that the iced coffee. Yeah, was... that was the timing was the timing was great. On <laughs> this is the poop episode, by the way. Um... Did you ever watch the show Scrubs? Oh my gosh, I did, but not. I, I didn't watch. You weren't all religious, the so I, I watched it religious. a lot in the beginning, and then I just kind of got sick. Um, the girl that I feel really bad because I like Julian Roseanne, but um, 
the girl yeah. Elliot, she just started to drive me crazy after a while. And so I stopped watching it. But I did watch the musical episode and there's a song in there called Everything Comes Down to Poop. Or Everything Comes Down to Poop. And about yeah. like how all of life's problems can be determined from our poop. All our medical issues determined by our poop. <laughs> are you going to sing some of that for us that's, no. that's really what I'm waiting for yeah. no I absolutely am not <laughs> but yes well, and, and I will say you know you mentioned how over here we have drive through coffee everywhere mm-hmm. and this was another thing that we talked that Stacy and I were talking about where we've got the um, Starbucks in the grocery store and they're putting a Starbucks in the strip mall in front of the grocery store. And this is not uncommon. They do this. Uh, they have the, in, in the, uh, the grocery chain here, Kroger, they seem to put Starbucks in all of their, in, in most of their stores. And it's just, it's, and she's like, well, why do they have to have them that close? And you got two things. Like it's, it's two completely different customers. They've trained people that when they go in to do their weekly grocery shop, that they're going to be there for about an hour, hour and a half. Well, they might as well have coffee while they're doing it. So I quite you know, like that idea. I've got to be honest. Oh I'm yeah. No, it, it is. It has absolutely become the, uh, the norm. So you have that. And then when you talk about the freestanding Starbucks, that's the one with the drive-through and every Starbucks that I've gone into, especially for like the last, <clears throat> probably the last couple of years, the drive-through doesn't matter what time of day will be wrapped all the way around. Oh yeah. Go, I noticed that. Yeah. You can go inside and get your coffee and be done in, in a matter of, of just a couple minutes, or you can do what we all do now, which is we use the app, order the coffee and then go in and just pick it up when it's ready. So, yeah, it's it's bad with the drive through. Well, I was funny with the because uh, because obviously we don't have enough Starbucks over here to to warrant having an app. Um, so I was funny when I was with Joy because she has the app and I was like, oh, I'll pay for coffee. And she's like, no, if I pay for it on my app, I get points and I get that. And I went, oh. Okay, I guess I'm not buying the coffee there. <laughs> um, but I noticed that as well because, like, well, particularly when I was with Logan, um, I would go – we would go in. We would go in to get it because it was just quicker. Yeah. Because you come out and the same cars were still waiting in the drive-thru. Yeah, and they hadn't really moved and it's literally because there's nobody in the Starbucks. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I actually really get that way of thinking where it's in it's in a grocery store because to me, I mean, Starbucks got expensive for me and the, could get expensive for me because yeah. I know I like their coffee. So that's what that's $5 a cup, right, every day. That's $25 a week, right? So say I don't buy it on the weekends, $25 a week. But if I'm somebody that say, no, I'm not going to buy coffee because I've got coffee at home, I've but the day that I'm doing my groceries, I know I'm going to spend a couple of hundred dollars or I'm going to spend $150 or whatever. An extra $5 on that doesn't sound like a lot. So, you know, that's my treat. I'm going to buy myself a proper cup of coffee for that one day. You know, I get that way of thinking. I would, I would, 100%, I would be that person. And do you know, I noticed when I was in Target because there was a Starbucks in the Target uh, yep. that I went to in Iowa. I noticed that there's actually a part on the shop. I, I call them trolleys. I learned at Chicago Airport. You guys do not call them trolleys. 
mm-hmm. um, there's a part on the trolley or the cart that um, has ha- there's a coffee cup holder. Yeah. And I naively at first thought that's a really weird place to put a baby's bottle holder. Because... <laughs> <laughs> and I realized it was a coffee cup holder. So yes. Yeah, it's it's now part of the whole retail experience. I mean, Target is a, is a perfect example because the joke is when you're in your in your mid to late twenties and into your thirties, you go on Target dates with your spouse. <laughs> you also, when you go to the grocery store, like it's, I mean, the the Kroger grocery that we have here has it it has everything in it. It has like its own little almost department store like they have clothing they have and the thing with Kroger is they they have they control their own supply chain so basically I mean if you get a Kroger brand anything it's probably the national brand just with a Kroger label so I mean they just it's 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 an experience and that's totally what Target is too and that's what they're after and and coffee has just become I mean it, it it's just so ingrained in everything um, that is American, that is within the fitness community too. I mean, how many coffee posts do you think you are going to see tomorrow morning? A ton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, as I'm still drinking my first iced coffee of the day, so there you go. I am am drinking uh, homemade coffee. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I, ha- I have to work on the whole uh, creamer thing. Yeah. In this, because you guys do creamer and I don't get it. And um, the ones that I tried, I was not a big fan of. Okay. Um, I tried French vanilla. I wasn't a fan. Um, I like my vanilla non French, apparently, because in Australia we have <laughs> vanilla, not French vanilla. <laughs> um, but also, I, I think I just. I worked it out that when I, re- I really, I didn't mind the coffee black. I drank black coffee in um, Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it was anytime somebody tried to give me creamer, I wasn't a fan. I'm, and I don't know whether it was, like, to me, I just like it when you put milk in my coffee. Thanks. Yeah. So was all the creamer, was it all flavored like hazelnut and, and there was hazelnut, there was, vanilla, there was hazelnut, there was French vanilla. And there was half and half. Okay. But I don't know whether I should have put two of the half and halves in instead of one. To me, it just didn't taste like there was any sort of milk in my coffee. And and that's how I'm used to coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm used to milk or whatever. And I'm that person that if I have vanilla in my coffee, I'm not going to add sugar. But with the creamer, it wasn't that sweet. Right. That I still had to add. Yeah. It just, yeah. It was a process. And if I was ever going to live in the States, I would have to work out how to drink my coffee. We can, we can absolutely, this is, this is something you and I can talk about at next year's flying pig. So we'll get this, we'll get this squared away. Because otherwise I'm just going to pick up a very, very expensive Starbucks habit. Well, (laughs) yeah, because if you get what I, what I find really funny about Starbucks is if you order it and you say a splash, because when you use the app, you, you tell them how much cream you want. And you just put a, a splash of half and half. And it's the, the iced coffee is just almost, it, it's it's the light color because they put so much creamer in it. Yeah. But yeah, you uh, half and half is basically just half heavy cream, half milk. 
And yeah, you're going to need a fair amount of that because there's not a lot of sugar in it. And on the flip side, I don't really like the flavored creamers all that much because they're, they're just, they're too sweet and yeah. they don't, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm half and half, but you got to have more of that than, than just one of those little, uh, I don't know who they're kidding with those little thumb size servings, but. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know whether you noticed this, but when we had breakfast, I was the only one at the table that didn't have coffee. I, I didn't notice that because I hadn't had coffee yet, and that kind of <laughs> woke me up a little bit. And it was, well, it was literally because I had worked out that I, I didn't know how to, I don't know how to order coffee when I'm not ordering coffee from a coffee house. Because I, I couldn't work out how to put, like, you know, how to make it in a way that I liked it. Although I did yeah. love the way that you and Stacey both made your coffee, like iced coffee. I was like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah. That was so clever. <laughs> she is the, <clears throat> she was the first person that ever told me about iced coffee. And just, it's funny, if you order an iced coffee here, it ends up having all this added sugar and all this extra crap. But if you just drink coffee over ice and put some half and half with it, I, I think it's pretty good. That's that's how I've been drinking it forever. So, yeah. I'm good with that. Yes. You approve. I, I do it. approve. I liked that we had a conversation about uh, T-shirts on the weekend, you and me. The, mm-hmm. uh, the best shirt and the second best shirt. <laughs> yes. Sure. What was it that her shirt said again? I can't find the picture. Let me see again. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, is it? It was the zombie shirt. Yeah, it was a zombie shirt. Yeah, it's uh, coffee zombie. There we go. She picked that up at Target, I believe. (laughs) So. I was a fan of I was a fan of Target. Yeah, and there's uh, there's that other shirt that I told you I'm gonna make that I I totally need to make and just wear because it's hilarious. <laughs> Brought to you by Jack Daniels. So, uh, I just saw actually a photo that somebody's put on your Facebook page of their new shirt. Let me see. Was I can't it? Do burpees with these. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she. It was funny because when I was doing the, um, when I was doing the t-shirt giveaway, and what I tell people is I'll do custom t-shirts, and she messages me. She's like, she's like, I need a shirt that says, like, I can't do burpees with my boobs. I'm like, okay, let me think how we can write this. So then I wrote that up. She's like, I love it. And then, um, there's, there's, um, so I, I ended up sending the shirt to her and, uh, Megan's one of my clients and it, it was funny because she's like, I, I saw where she posted it and I'm seeing all these comments and I'm just laughing and her face in that picture is just hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the time we live in. You can make, um, you can make all the merchandise you want. And I'll tell you what, since I've started to do the t-shirts more, I just, whatever people tell me they want on a t-shirt, I usually put that together and I put it out and that's what people want. It's just listen to the, to the folks that are, are interacting with you. So yeah, but that's a, 
because that's you know what that's a common problem with burpees so i i wouldn't know <laughs> i wouldn't I, mean, either, I should but... know i am i am blessed with the bosom but i uh i don't think i've ever done a burpee no well i i'll i'll tell you what it's anything that is going to get my name in these local fitness studios i'm all for all across the country so where'd you get that shirt your level fitness what's that go online (laughs) yeah no the um but see like you think of t-shirts i i love t-shirts and this is this is actually getting back to coming all the way back around to logan's dunder mifflin shirt you know you can just make your own shirts and you can really make shirts for like one person and uh you know you, you make it for them and if somebody in public sees it and is like that's such a great shirt then you've made a you've made a new friend if no one else gets it that's okay i mean you I wear a shirt actually, with um, your face on it so i did <laughs> telling the psychologist that comes into work every couple of weeks about that i yeah. was like he gave me, because he asked me about my trip to the States, and I'm like, it was great. And then I'm like, he gave me a shirt with my face on it, and he's like, oh, I need to see a picture of that. Going, I yeah. have one right here. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not that much of an egomaniac that I can't, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, did you wear it out in public? And I went, no, and he's like, we're okay then. <laughs> okay. Funny. Um. So we've already done the uh, we've already done the what would you put, like what slogan would you put on a t-shirt question. Yes. I feel like this week's question is hypothetically if you were getting a dog, what would you name it? Or no, what's the best dog name you've ever heard of? I like that. Okay, done. With you all the stuff, with like, all the stuff that we've that. talked about this week, I'm actually pretty relieved that we're going with the dog question because it could not a, not no. a poop based one. Not yet. <laughs> all right. So yes, that will be our question. I will actually just talk to you quickly. Yes. I got so many responses last week to the um, fictional characters question. I didn't like. It's funny. It's you know the. Um, I think I got at least, th- I put up at least 30 responses. Yeah. Um, there were some really, really good, good, like, people picked things that I went, oh, that's such a good choice. Um, but, yeah. So, and I wonder how many people listened to see what ours was because I, I took your advice and I held back a little bit, which was if you want to know what ours is, you need to listen to the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. We've I I got some, um, and you were you were actually involved in this thread too in our in our uh, group chat. People saying that you know some people only have attention spans of twenty minutes for a podcast. Some people can go an hour, and you know I'm just sitting here thinking, yep. When we do our <laughs> podcast, it's going to be as long as we want it to be. That's it. No rules, baby. No rules. And then if I wanted, yeah, you know what? I actually could talk a little bit of smack because they were, um, they were bragging because 
Willie Gillis did a two hour long podcast with Crystal, Reduced Fat Mama. I'm like, eh. I guess I know Crystal. I've met her. Yeah, I'm like, eh. It's a promising start. <laughs> he hasn't, he, you know, Willie Gillis has not asked me to uh, podcast with me. Oh, I'm saying yes. this because I know he listens. Yes, he wants he to did, have He did on once, his once upon a time, but he, he hasn't had me on yet. And I, well, it's, it's kind of. It it is kind of difficult to work the the scheduling time the out. The time difference, but yeah. But you and I, you know, we we make. Well, it you work. know what? Next next Thursday and Friday, I'm off work, so I'm willing to negotiate. I'm willing to work around whatever time suits him. Um, I was meant to actually last night. I was meant to do a podcast with Logan yeah. uh, for Movies Monday, um, because Logan knows more about horror movies than pretty much anybody I know. Really? And um, I was going to podcast with him and I sent him a message at like 8.30 because I wasn't feeling very well. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to nap for an hour. And then I will, you know, I'll, I'll nap for an hour. I'll see whether you're awake yet. If you're awake, we can go for it. Um, he wasn't awake yet at 9.30. So I sent him another message saying, you know what, I'm just going to nap for another half an hour. But do you know what I did? I set my alarm for 10 a.m., not 10 p.m. Nah, I've done that before. And I woke up at 11.45 and he was like, do you you want to do this? He's like, I feel like you're not well and maybe we should just wait. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll do it next week. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so um, but that's on on my agenda. I've actually asked my sister um if she will do uh, a movie podcast so so that's the one thing i know that i want to do fun. that i want to keep with the movie the monday movies yeah last year she'd do it with me um for like nostalgic movies basically because she she is the only person i know that can talk movies like i can and um and so she's thinking about it she's told me i'm gonna think about it and i'm like, okay um because she's funny she she fakes bravado but she's actually quite shy so um, the concept of it is difficult. And I said to her, look, we can even involve our other sister. So uh, the two of them are sort of 18 months apart. And then I'm, you know, like a decade after. <laughs> but I, I said, like, we can also, like, particularly if we're talking nostalgic movies, because, you know, Becky was the reason that we, like, we watched a lot of the John Hughes movies that we watched in The Breakfast Club and all that sort of stuff. We all watched The Goonies. We all watched... You know, and I just think that would be really fun to do that sort of podcast with my sisters. Um, I, I said to Kelly, like, that you are the person that I thought of nostalgia-wise. You are the person that I thought of for that category. It's just like I couldn't do a Star Wars podcast with anybody other than you, Daryl. Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain movie types. Um, I have a friend that's obsessed with Disney. That would just make sense. And, yeah. I, you know, um, and whereas, like, I know Sharon is mainstream like me I can talk to Sharon about any sort of movie ever so for her and I to do Marvel was hilarious because it was not something that I ever thought either of us would sort of do as a category um but yeah and actually you were the topic of conversation I had family dinner on Friday night really and the topic of conversation because my sister was here with her husband who were in on our live last week yeah and um, he he was saying because he's he's the same like he's very very funny he's they're very similar like there's a lot of bravado but they're very sort of kind and sort of inwardly a bit quiet I guess 
And he was saying that he really enjoyed the conversation stuff about your son and having to deal with um, the realisation of uh, how the rest of the world may view your parents, et cetera, because um, he's, he's an older dad. So my niece is, oh gosh, my niece is nine and he is in his, I want to say mid to late fifties. He must be, yeah, he must be um, in his mid to late fifties. And so he is very aware of like the fact that he's an older dad and um, he'd actually had cancer and has only one lung. So he's not, he's not up there with, he physically looks fit, Mm -hmm. uh, but I I suppose it's very much in his head. And so um, I, I think he just really enjoyed that whole idea of, of how kids like the realization of when kids realize their parents are different to other people's parents. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, and, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's... And I just, I related to that with, uh, you know, the, the idea that I didn't know that everybody's dad wasn't sick, you know, yeah. it's, I was about seven when I realized not everybody's dad is sick all the time. So, um, yeah. Well, and <clears throat> it was, that was kind of the, mo- that was a little, know if nerve wracking is the right word but like we're doing this we're doing this instagram live neither one of us have really done much of that and we're all kind of like we're both kind of like eh. and then all of a sudden your sister and her husband are on and i'm just like oh okay hey guys how you doing um, yeah well because so. my family's never really sort of my my family's never really I don't know whether they listen to the podcast. I imagine that they don't. Right. Um, but yeah, it was sort of one of those things. Um, oh, and I, I did want to do, I know that you follow Louise on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I don't know whether you saw that Louise had a bit of news this week. Let me. Actually, I'll just see if she's put it on her, her weight loss Instagram because she's got two. Um. Oh, no, she didn't put it on her weight loss one. That's okay. I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, She'll have to listen to it anyway. uh, She actually put it up um, as a story and she hasn't saved it to her page. Somebody eloped this week. Really? She did, yeah. Wow. So she got married on Saturday. So, Yeah. She looked beautiful, um, and she was like amazing at keeping that secret because I had no idea until she put up a thing on Snapchat that she was um, she was building a headband, and I just and and the type of headband it was, I went, oh, I know what that is, and I said to her, mm, something you're going to tell me, and she's like, um, we're sneaking off to get married today, <laughs> like okay. So if I DM her and just say congratulations, she'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so at some point, Rachel mentioned that you snuck off to get married. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I, I almost feel bad about that time we played the joke on her where we said, yeah, we mentioned you and we didn't do it until like the last couple moments of the of the episode. 
Well, don't feel bad. You probably didn't listen. You're fine. (laughs) There you go. Feel a little bit better now. Right. Um, But yeah, okay. So, so this week's question would be: either what is the best thing you've best dog name you've ever heard, or what hypothetically, what are you going to name your next dog? I like no. I I like what's the best dog name you've ever heard. Well, done. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. We can do that's that. it. Done. The best dog name you've ever heard. Because somebody Secret. else can see it, and that's what they'll name their dog. Secretly so we're helping people that name their people dogs. People were going to say Glen Cuckoo because I think that's a pretty awesome dog name. Yeah. Just. So the, this is where uh, this is where the qualifier comes in. You cannot say the names of either of our dogs. Oh. <laughs> but then you know that I'm not allowed to tell people the qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yes, the, the we have the qualifier and then there's the um the um uh, the the second qualifier which is specifically for you. Do not tell people in your stories what the qualifier is. So Okay, I'll try. Yes, I mean <laughs> you know you're gonna. Hopefully, you're gonna go to sleep between now and the time the episode comes out, and you do your okay. stories. You'll probably forget about that. I don't but know we'll what you're what talking happens. about, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens with that. So, oh, all right. Well, with that, we will go ahead and wrap things up this week. Let us know the best dog name you've ever heard, and uh, yeah. We'll do it. Oh, and you said something about being off uh, Thursday, Friday. I'm actually next week. I'm actually fine with doing our normal time. I'm in the in the routine of doing this. So beautiful. Yeah, we'll do it. Besides, your Wednesday introduction for everybody just cracks me up. So <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, I will talk to you then. Okay. All right, sweetie. All right. Have a good bye. week. Mm-hmm. Bye.